Love and Profit Podcast. Here we go. We take ourselves very seriously. Let's talk about something real. Love and Profit Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Love and Profit Podcast. This is David Papa, and this is an incredible show about how the universe works, what it means to have a spiritual self, and how do we use spirituality practically in our day-to-day life and in our work to live and experience a life of love and profit. So, and profit can mean many things. You know, sometimes, I'm just going to go on a little tangent here for a second. Sometimes people tell me, you know, profit is a dirty word. You know, can't use profit. Why do you want to, why are you trying to use profit? Because it's not a dirty word. If you have resistance to profit, then maybe that explains why you might be struggling <laughs> in certain areas of your life. It's not a, a dirty word. The, the whole point of love and profit is to bridge these false divides that we have between things like spirit, spirituality and practicality. We don't need them. They don't make sense. Spirituality is incredibly practical. It's one of the most practical things that we can apply in our day-to-day life. And I do. I apply it in many ways every day, some of which I'll share on this show. But this show in particular is about the point of life. We're going to answer that question today. <laughs> and the point of life is love. But this isn't really what... Uh, people aren't really sure what that means, you know, and so we want to talk about that a little bit. When I say the point of life is love, because what I'm talking about is, well, we can sort of acknowledge we're all looking for it. We're all looking for love. We all want to feel more love. We all want to experience more love. But I'm not talking about receiving love. When I say the point of life is love, I'm also not talking about even giving love. You know, the idea of receiving love and giving love, paint love as some type of commodity, you know, that can be traded. (laughs) I can exchange love. I can give you some love. You can give me some love. And a lot of people actually give love with the expectation to receive love, which actually isn't very loving or at least not unconditionally loving. We have one word, love, and it makes it really difficult to describe in English because it's actually that thing called love is is a multifaceted concept and crazy mental tangle sometimes when you get into it. But I don't, love is not a commodity. The point of life is not to exchange love like it's a commodity, like it's a piece, like it's money, like it's a, you know, or like it's bacon, whatever you trade in, okay? And it's, love is, uh, it's also not a feeling. You know, some people say it's a feeling, but that's not exactly true either, at least in my view, you know? Love is, uh, so we have a feeling that we call love, okay? We have this sense of warmth inside of us, this sense of openness inside of us, this sense of connection, this sense of belonging, or this sense of just being so uh, enamored and interested in another person and just feeling like another person is even more important than us. You know, these are things that happen when uh, when we have these feelings that we call love. But 
that's not what love is. If we really want to talk about it in a way that I think is, is most useful and most opening. That feeling is really, really important, but that feeling is a response to something. Just like every one of our feelings is a response to something. We can, we're going to get into emotions and how they work and all kinds of fun topics like that in another episode. For now, I want to say, what, what is this thing we're responding to that makes us feel so good? It makes us feel so good. We're constantly looking for more of that feeling in our life all the time. It makes us feel so good that, you know, when we're, we're not in a relationship that feels loving, we just are constantly looking for one. Or when we're in a, in a relationship that, that feels loving, that, you know, that thing becomes so important to us. You know, what's going on here? Well, we know from physics from hard science, that the universe is made of energy. Everything in the universe is frequency and vibration. This is not a woo-woo concept. This has been proven in the hard sciences of physics. Okay, this is just physics. This is just how the universe works. Everything at the, the very bottom level, as far as we can tell, Everything is frequency and vibration. And depending on frequency and vibration of, of uh, this energy, different things form in the physical world. Everything, some things form into matter and some things stay energy. You know, everything from the, the energy that actually lets your cell phone communicate to, to another cell phone or for you to download this podcast, that's everything from that to rocks on the ground, under the ground, are made up of frequency and vibration. But the infinite mm, variation in those frequencies and vibration is what creates the infinite variation we experience in this physical world. So everything is frequency or vibration. That includes love. And when we connect with that frequency and vibration, either through a thought or experience, basically when we allow ourselves to connect with that frequency and vibration inside of us, that's when we feel these things that we call love. So love is not the feeling itself. Love is a frequency. Love is a vibration. And this frequency and this vibration can be accessed, connected to, and applied in lots of different ways. When you are feeling this amazing sense of openness and connection, the things we call love, you're reacting to a vibration inside of you. Now, the amazing thing is that this vibration of love is actually present in, in everything. This vibration of love is actually one, one of the foundational vibrations of the universe. We call it love, you know, but it doesn't have to have that name. It's just, that's what we called it. But there is a vibration, okay? There's a vibration inherent in everything, everything in the universe, that when we connect to it, it feels like love. Feels like what we call love. This vibration is like a source vibration. This vibration is a fundamental principle just built, built into this universe. And a lot of us, you know, think we need 
external circumstances to experience it, right? We think we need that perfect relationship, you know, or that really close connection with a friend or something. And that really helps us access and connect with this vibration of love. But the amazing thing is that this vibration that feels so good is inherent in everything. And the point of life is to see that. It's not to give love. It's not to get love because love is already there. The point of life is to see that it's already there inside of you and inside of everything and that we can connect to it at any time. We can feel ecstatic states of love and connection sitting by ourselves in our room. It's happened to me. We can also feel it, you know, in a group, in relationship. And it feels a little bit different, also just as good. Some would say better. You know, some might argue that there's, there's something inherent in relationships that allow us to go to a higher level. But I wouldn't necessarily say that that's true. It's just easier and sometimes more fun. I mean, you know, sometimes it's a lot more fun to experience that vibration with other people. <laughs> and why go the hard way all the time? You know, you don't need to go the hard way. You go the easy way. <laughs> you know, there's, there's no reason to, to make everything a struggle. So go the easy way and find the way you can access the love vibration in your life that's easy. The point is, are you making it a conscious practice? Are you making it are you making it a part of your daily routine? Because it's what you really want inside. It's the reason you're doing everything, actually. All of our problems in our life, all of the, the things we're dissatisfied with, the things we judge as wrong, the things that we say are bad, those are all areas where we're refusing to see the love or we've cut ourselves off from love. And a lot of times we did it you know, to keep ourselves safe. Like if you were a child... And, you know, something traumatic happened to you, you know, like you had some abuse then or even just, you know, a trauma can be very simple. Trauma can just be, you know, a parent yelling at you and that was a, it's a shock to your nervous system. When that happens, your nervous system freezes in that moment. You don't know what to do with the shock and it and uh, and it feels like an immediate disconnection from love immediate disconnection from this source vibration that feels so good. And, and so that feels very scary. It feels very dangerous. You know, it feels like, it feels like um, you, you might die. And, and biologically, then your, your biology kicks in and says, oh my gosh, if we don't receive love from these people around us, we literally are going to die because we're not going to get food. We're not going to be taken care of. You're not going to get your needs met. So these simple little traumas cause, cause all kinds of little, all kinds of, uh, nervous system challenges and, and all kinds of frozen emotions in the nervous system. And all those frozen emotions are like places where we've decided love doesn't exist. Places where we've decided that the universe isn't love, that life isn't love, it's danger. And so we have to keep ourselves safe. We have to protect ourselves or we have to control so that we survive. That's the reason we don't feel this source vibration all the time, but it's there all the time in everything. And the point of life is to see it. And what I mean by seeing it is to use your awareness 
to look deeply into anything and see the love that's inherently there, that's inherently connecting the universe. Uh, I know that's going to sound like a super far out, probably insane concept to a lot of people. But once you start exploring yourself deeply, this kind of thing just starts to happen. And the easiest place to start is inside of yourself. Or maybe if you're in a relationship, you can start with your relationship and look at how basically everything your partner is doing, because very often it's easy to see things that are going on in our our partner or our friends than it is in ourselves. We have all these blind spots for ourselves. You know, our, our nervous system does it on purpose. We have all this stuff going on in our subconscious mind that is... Uh, that is literally a blind spot. We can't see it with our conscious mind. And part of the whole point of a spiritual practice is to make what's unconscious more conscious so we can we can live more expansively and more who we really are instead of being run by our subconscious programs. So we got these blind spots inside of us. And so it's sometimes very easy to just see what's going on with another person because you're 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 not being filtered by your own subconscious, you know, in the same way, you're seeing someone else's behavior slightly more objectively, even though it's still totally subjective, slightly more objectively than they're seeing themselves. So you can look in your partner and you can start to see how everything they're doing is about love, either trying to give it or trying to get it. And when they, when they react to you, maybe when they get angry at you or when they are frustrated with you or when they're, it's because what's happened is something in their nervous system that says danger, danger has been triggered. Something in their nervous system that has said, oh, this is not, this is not love. I'm now separated from love has been triggered and that feels dangerous. And that's the same thing going on in you. If you're triggered by your partner, you know, all of a sudden you get really angry at your partner. It's because your partner did something that your nervous system reacted to and said, oh, this is similar. This is familiar to a situation that is not love, which means it's scary, which means I might die literally from that you experienced probably as a baby or as a child and this trigger gets activated and now you're really angry. It's a defense mechanism. You're trying to protect yourself. So can you in that moment see that there's this game of, of being connected to love and game of not being connected to love going on? It's literally the source of all our challenges, not being connected to love, cutting ourselves off from love. And once you start examining this and playing with this in your life, playing with this in meditation by feeling into your body, unlocking, releasing the emotional knots we're all carrying inside of us is called emotional integration. And I'll probably be talking a lot about that because it's central to my work. Once you start doing that, you start to realize that there's this love underneath the anger. There's this love underneath the sadness. And then you start realizing that you can feel sadness and love at the same time. You can feel anger and love at the same time. And that you start to really see the love inherent in everything. That's what our awareness can do. That's what our, when we apply our unconditional awareness to something, all the illusions we've built up about it start to fade away. And we start to see that there's this thread of love connecting everything inside of everything. That's the point of life. We created this scenario of being a human, being a spiritual being, jumping into a human body. We created this scenario so that we could see all the ways that love is inherent in things. Basically, we can learn 
to love things that we didn't think were lovable. You know, we're, we're having these challenges all the time and these struggles. Can you reconnect the love into where you're challenged? If you're really angry about something, can you find the love underneath? And if you can't, can you just find the part of you that's angry and, and love that, knowing that it's trying to protect you? Or if you can't love the part of yourself that's angry because you don't want to be angry, then can you love the part of yourself that doesn't want to be angry? <laughs> just find the first place that you can start connecting love back into every situation and you will start to watch every situation transform. By the way, that trick of, you know, of working backward on your emotions and finding just the place that you can start to love and feel that love at the same time as you're feeling any emotion. It's not to take away, it's not to ignore an emotion. You don't, you're not trying to suppress the anger. You're not trying to suppress the sadness or make it go away. You're just trying to bring in love at the same time and see the undercurrent source vibration inherent at the same time. And when you connect with that, you can, you can handle all your emotions become easier to handle all your emotions. You start to see them moving through you. You start to see them releasing and unlocking and you not start to untie. This trick is in one of my absolutely favorite personal development books by Matt Kahn. It's called whatever arises. Love that. It's such a beautiful four word explanation of the point of life. The point of life is to see love. I'm going to stop there for now. There's going to be a lot more time to explain more concepts around this. Just play with that. I want to leave you with an experiment, though, because we want to make all of these theories really, really practical. We want this to be practical practices in uh, your life. That is the point of, of my work, bringing the spirit and the love down it rooting it into our body and our physical experience. So that's the place to start with your body in your life. Find the parts of your body that you're, that you're judging, that you don't like, and see if at the same time you can love the part of yourself that's judging that, that part of your body. If you're judging some part of your body, it's because some part of you doesn't feel safe with the way that your body is. Can you? It's trying to protect you. Can you love the part of yourself that doesn't feel safe? Start there. When you, when you get triggered into anger, sadness, fear, can you love the part of yourself that's feeling those things because it's trying to protect you? And if, you, if you're not, because you, you don't want those things, can you love the part of yourself that doesn't want those things? Just start to experiment if, to see if you, can, if you can use your awareness, which often means calming the mind and breathing deeply, Breath is the most underrated tool to access our most powerful resource, our awareness. Slowing down breathing while you feel what you're feeling, not trying to change what you're feeling, while you feel what you're feeling and see if you can find something to love. And since love is what you're looking for in your life, this is this really is a practice that can radically improve your life because it's it, it's you're connecting to love in many more moments of your life. You're literally filling up your life with more loving moments. This is something that you're looking for. Being disconnected from love is the reason. Being disconnected from this vibration, you know, that gives us this feeling that we call love is the reason we're unhappy 
and dissatisfied because that source vibration is in alignment with who we really are. And when we get in alignment with who we really are in thought, word, deed, awareness, that's what makes happiness. All right. Oh my goodness. This is so much longer than I thought, but to be fair, I was trying to explain the point of life and how the universe works. I hope it was clear and you have something good you want to try moving forward. And if you want more about this from someone who is amazing, get Matt Kahn's book called Whatever Arises, Love That. And this isn't just to be this isn't just to be applied in with yourself and your body. That's the number one place to start. And then from there you can apply it to your relationships and also you can apply it into your work. If you're not happy with your work, unsatisfied with your work, you're feeling frustrated at work, you don't feel like you're creative enough and working on what you want to be working on. Those are all sensations that show you you're cutting yourself off from the loving vibration that's underneath. So you can just look at those, see how you feel. See if you can love the part of yourself that wants to be more creative, even though it doesn't feel that way. The part of you that's frustrated at work because you want work to be better. Can you love that part of yourself while you feel frustrated? Let the frustration be there and also love that, that part of yourself. And you'll watch how things transform. So thanks for listening. Thanks so much for making this a part of your day. I hope you enjoyed this. Much more coming your way. Uh, subscribe to stay tuned to the show. Um, gonna, it'll be on iTunes and probably a bunch of other places. We can, uh, whatever. I don't need to explain that. It's the internet. You know how it works. Have a great day, everyone. <laughs>